Today is the 15th. I hope everybody had a good Valentine's Day. Well, not a one amen, so I'll get <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Yours was in school, okay. Uh oh, shall we let him listen to that? <laughs> well, make sure that Dan gets the tape on this one. <laughs> okay, your nugget this morning, or this evening, boy, really good, good. This evening, a genuine servant. A genuine servant welcomes the opportunity. A genuine servant welcomes the opportunity to prove. A genuine servant welcomes the opportunity to prove his authenticity. I can get, get the word out. Okay. So if you're a genuine servant, you want to prove yourself. Okay? Okay. Uh, Father, we praise you. Just give you thanks, Lord, as we go to the Word. We're asking, Father God, that our eyes of our understanding be open, Father God. We're asking that your Holy Spirit move within each and every one of us, Father God, to receive the revelation, Father God, that you want each and every one of us to individually have. So, Father, we're praising you. Just give you thanks, Lord, that we are... All open, Father God, to your spirits move this night. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, one of the greatest problems in the church today is people just can't make up their minds. People just can't make up their minds in church. One minute they're determined to go serving the Lord. The next minute they're afraid they're going to miss out on some of the goodies in the world. Okay? Uh, they don't want to become too religious. Uh... They just want enough religion to make themselves miserable. Okay. Uh, but not enough to get, get them into heaven. Indecision. One day will solve... What, pardon me. Indecision one day will be solved for them at the final judgment. So we need to have some decision. If you're wanting a title, choice or indecision. Each man has the cap uh, capacity of choice. And this is an awesome responsibility, just like voting, okay? Um, and there are forces seeking to influence your choice, be it for good or for evil. Uh, and you've got to serve somebody, or you've got to vote for somebody, uh, you know, if we were going in that political direction. But at this point, we're not. Uh, so let's uh, open, to your, open your Bibles to... Uh, the Old Testament, and find Joshua chapter 24. This is at the uh, end of Joshua's uh, life and uh, what he was about to share with the children of Israel. That's Joshua chapter 24. And let's go to verse... Fifteen. We'll read the whole thing, but it's the very end that we want to look at. And it seem, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, 
whether the gods for which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites, whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I'm going to read that from the Amplified. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So there's a, a problem here uh, of people today of indecision. Um, and when one has an indecision, it causes people to do nothing. You're undecided about, well, I don't know if I should do it or I will. So you have indecision and you have nothing. So now let's turn once more into the Old Testament, a little ways further down from Joshua. You want to find Kings, First Kings. In 1 Kings chapter 18, we all know these verses, or heard of them at least. That's 1 Kings chapter 18. And we will look at verse 21. And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if it be Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. Wow. Nothing. There's no, no decision here. Indecisions. Okay. Uh, the basic problem is that they hesitated in their choice. Uh, and we can't have that. I mean, if you, once you... You weigh out the things. Uh, and the Bible says, the Lord weighed out our, this man's life and it found him to be lacking. Uh, we don't want to be found lacking because we are indecisive. We need to be on the Lord's side. And if you're not on the Lord's side, you're going to be on the opposite side. And you don't want, to be, want that. So we need, we, we need to make a decision or not, and not be indecisive. Okay? Um, being hesitant is a picture of being double-minded. And then you know what James says in uh, James 1.5, uh, a double-minded man is unstable, in all, or maybe it's verse 8, uh, insta unstable, inst it's not stable, okay? <laughs> it's like a wave that's tossed to and fro. Okay, uh, now let's go to Psalms. I want to go to Psalms 119 this time. The book of Psalms, chapter 119. I'm going to read from the Amplified. Psalms 119, one, verse 113. The Amplified says, that's 113. I hate the thoughts of undecided in religion, double-minded people, but your law I do love. Wow, I hate the thoughts of the undecided. Well, that's pretty heavy. People, were, people have, were divided in their allegiance uh, to God uh, and the cult of Baal 
Okay. Uh, going back to 1 Kings chapter 18. Um, they feared men more than they feared God. They feared the persecution of uh, Queen Jezebel. You want to call her a queen. Um, uh, they feared that, but they were also attracted to the immorality um, of uh, being a student of Baal. Uh, it led them in the wrong direction. So they said, well, you know, God says we can't do this, but Baal says we can, and I like doing that, so, you know, we'll do this. But God says, you know, if you're going to make it to heaven, you've got to do it his way. But uh, Baal says, you know, you can have the pleasures here and, you know, still make it. And that's the indecision that a lot of people have today. That's the indecision of, of a lot of believers today. I hate to say it. Um, the pull of the world emblazes um, your desire or my desire to do lustful things. Now, when you see something in the world, why it kind of, don't look at me that way. Some of you have some desires yourself. You're just hiding them better than I do. I have to help come up here to speak them out sometimes, and I, I, I hate doing it, but some of you guys say, I know what you're talking about, but I ain't going to say a word. All right? Some of us, you know, some of us have those things, you know. If it's not donuts, it's something else. So, you know, some of you say, that's, that's something, you know, you know what I'm talking about. There's things that you, you like, and you know, and the Lord says, I want you to kind of stop that or kind of put it aside that you can grow a little bit and you do so and all of a sudden you, you, something pops up and you go for it again and your growth pattern just, you're going like this and all of a sudden you hit that thing again and your growth patterns just kind of become stale again and you kind of waffle down and if you're not careful you start doing it more. You ever see it? We've all seen a sheet of paper. You put it up here, you know, white sheet of paper, and it just kind of floats like this. Well, that's, that's what happens when we let our... We're supposed to be up here, but we let, let our lusts and things go. And it's kind of... You know, it looks so beautiful going down, but boy, boy you're going down. You're not moving up. So uh, hope you're not in that position of fluttering. Okay, we need to have, we need to be stable. Um, today, there's a great pull on, on believers. Uh, a lot of believers are, are, you know, are hearing the wrong message and they're liking what they're hearing. You know, God's message is good, but sometimes it, it has to be corrective. Uh, because all of us are in a, in a position that we'd be corrected at times and redirected. And a lot of, a lot of individuals um, don't want that corrective or, or that position. Boy, it is hard. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of people, like I said, there's a lot of pull on, on, on believers today. On Sunday, it's church and everything is hallelujah, praise the Lord, glory to God. But in the middle of the week, uh, it's dominated by other concerns. The love for other things and other commitments and, you know, things that we, we esteem more highly than what we ought to. 
like I said, you know. Now I've seen everyone nod their head on this, saying yes, that we are reading our Bible, and someone says, hey, you know, your favorite program's on. Yeah, walk away, or hey, let's go out and get something, you know. You just kind of put it away. You, you're not focused. You were focused on God's word, but then all of a sudden, something changed your mind on it. And that's how we are. Unfortunately, our, our old, we let our old man dictate to us more than we think we are, than it does. You know, we don't put it down. You know. Hello. Or, you know, I'll, I'll, read it to, I'll read my Bible tonight. You get about four, four sentences down or four verses down and you're already nodding. And I've read four or five verses over and over again and still couldn't understand what's going on. So, you know, because, ooh. So I've, I've been doing it two ways now. I, I read it at night as much as I can. And then in the morning I re, redo those areas where I knew I just kind of plateaued out. And it, it's helping me out. I don't think you do that, but, you know, hope you do better than, uh, than I have, okay? Um, again, going to church on Sunday and the rest of the week, we're dominated by other things. Um, uh, that causes some indecision in our lives. And uh, we're trying to love God, but there are, other, there are other things that we equally love in the world. And there's that balancing act. And like, like we said, we don't want to be like, like the Lord said when the handwriting went on the wall. You, your, your life is found to be out of balance. You know, I don't know if each and, every, each and every one of us would stand by the wall and what kind of letterings would, uh, you know, if we really prayed hard, what would the Lord write over us? Hope it would be a blank slate. It'd be a good one. Okay, so uh, you can't. We can't walk the fence, as it were. Um, the Lord demands full commitment to Him. Oh boy, indecision. Indecision leaves us spiritually and morally crippled and unstable in our ways. Uh, let's go now to. Keep you, you can keep, well, we're not, haven't kept it there. Let's go to, right now go to the book of Matthew chapter 6. In Matthew chapter 6. Indecision or a choice. How long hast thou halt between two opinions? Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, Jesus speaking says, No man can serve two masters, for, he will, he, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. In other words, you can't. We've got to be single-minded. We need to be focused on God because we are too close to the end to fail now. Too close. Okay, well, since we're in Matthew, let's go to Matthew chapter 12. Let's see what uh, 
What else is said? In Matthew chapter 12, again, Jesus is speaking. Matthew chapter 12, look at verse 30. Matthew 12, 30. He that is not with me is against me. And he that gathers not with me scatters abroad. Verse 30 from the Amplified. He who is not with me definitely on my side is against me. And he who does not I, uh, definitely gathers with me and for me, my side scatters. So in other words, we got to be with him. There, there, we, just, we can't walk this line. God is, you could say, uh, drawn that line. You know, we've all, as kids, we've seen other kids draw a line, so you step over and, you know, well, God has drawn a line. He says, you're on my side or that side. If you're on the other side, you're on the wrong side. And we need to be on the right side. When God draws a line, we need to be behind him, not facing him. Because when you face him, you're on the other side of the line. Okay? Let's go to James chapter 8 then. Just to nail this down a little bit more. James chapter 8. Verse 1, James 8, James 1, 8. James 1, 8 says that double-minded man is unstable in all his uh, uh, ways from the Amplified. For being as he is, man, a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, and ir irresultful, he is unstable and unreliable and uncertain about everything he thinks, feels, or decides. So we can't be double-minded. We have to be single-minded. God's called us to be single-minded. Okay, the problem, again, was indecision, okay? And it causes people to do nothing. First you say you do, then you don't, first, you know, back and forth. Now, the question is, let's go back to the question. We know the problem. We're not doing anything. They're not doing anything. The question is 1 Kings. Going back to 1 Kings. First Kings chapter 18, once again. Now as much put your marker there. Because mainly that's what we will remain there. Or refer back to it. Anybody remember what verse it was? 21, that's man, oh, man. First Kings chapter 18, verse 21. And Elijah came unto the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be Lord, if the Lord be God, follow him. And if it be Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. The question is now, the, the problem was indecision. The question is, how long? How long are you going to remain in this state? of indecision. What, what's going to wake you up? Or what's going to wake the people up out there? Uh, go to, with me, with to Matt, uh, Ephesians chapter 5. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14 tells us, or gives us a warning, Wherefore he said, Awake thou that sleepeth and risest from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. From the Amplified it says, Therefore he says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall shine. Make your day dawn upon you and give you light. So 
How long? How long, is, how long are we going to be that, in that position of uh, being double-minded or, uh, or have indecision? It says we need to awake. We need to wake up. How long will it take you to realize the choice of your life is not working? Some of us say, well, you know, things are not going good. Well, you better make some new choices then if things are not going right. The blessings of heaven or the doors of heaven are closed because you're not getting any blessings. You're not following. You have some indecision or you have the wrong decision. Um, there's nothing but emptiness and barrenness in what uh, those individuals were going to pursue if they went to, to Baal. Uh, what's it going to take to wake up people? How long relates to a time element, a f time frame? How long? How long are you allow your heart to be uh, hard-hearted and, and have a stiff neck of rebellion in the face of God? How long, is, how long is, are, you, are we going to allow that to happen in our lives? Oh, Lord, I, I realize that what you said, but I just don't want to change at this point. You know, we, we, like I said Sunday, we don't know when, the, when the time, our time clock stops. And if we're on the wrong side of that clock, it's going to be, we're going to be in bad, bad shape. So uh, keep, keeping your marker in 1 Kings, let's go now to the book of Hebrews, chapter 3. In Hebrews chapter 3, we're just going to look at this verse. Verse, this is talking at this point, beginning with verse 7 in Hebrews 7, uh, 3, 7. That's Hebrews 3, 7. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost said, today if you'll hear his voice. We have to listen to his voice. We need to open up. We need to open up to hear his voice. We can't be closed hearing. How long affects what you're willing to endure? How long are you going to be stiff-necked? How long are you going to be hard-hearted? And the length of time will affect our endurance and oftentimes uh, our hardness through our hardness we take rebellious choices well, I don't care what they say I'm not gonna forgive that person well look what happened there you're not gonna forgive that person what happens to you God's not gonna forgive you I mean you put yourself in the prison and you don't set them you know so our rebellious choices backfire on us. We need to listen to God's plan. Jeremiah, we already know what this is, but we'll look at it. In Jeremiah chapter 29. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. I know your thoughts I, that I think towards you, saith the Lord, Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. If we listen to God's plan, he gives us an expected end. What's the effect of God's plan? Well, expected end, a reward. Well, where do we find that? You can find that in also, uh, let's back up to the book of Isaiah. 
Isaiah chapter 40. This is the expected end. Verse 30, Isaiah 40, 31. Pardon me. Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with eagles, as wings with eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. From the Amplified it says, For those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in Him, shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift up their wings and mount up close to God. As eagles mount to the sun, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become tired. So that, there, there, that fulfills the question, how long we need to have that. This is God's plan, that we could run and not be weary. We can do the things that God's called us to do. We can become more than conquerors. Living the lifestyle that we want, I mean the old man, leaves us weak, feeble, and out of joint. We just seem to fall into every uh, uh, pitfall there is when we are not following God. So it's time to, to reevaluate ourselves, our priorities, to obtain the abundant life that Jesus said he would give us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And as we hurry along, okay, we have, we looked at the, the problem was, uh, Indecision, the question, how long? Now, what's the issue? What's the issue? Going back to 1 Kings, chapter 18. Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt thou between two pins? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if it be Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. The issue is... If the Lord be God, the first if, if the Lord be God calls our attention to God, the reality of God. We need to trust him and follow him. Know that, uh, know that he's blessed us. If, if we've been Christians long enough, we can look at the good times that he's given us and uh, recall them. We need to give uh, allegiance. To give allegiance to the other side is plain stupidity because you know what God's going to give us. We don't know what the enemy's good, uh, going to give us. Oh, well, we know what he's going to He's going to lure you with some, some high-ranking high stuff and all of a sudden pull the rug from under you or, or open the trap door and you find yourself floating downward. You look at the, uh, in the middle of the, de the wilderness, the desert, uh, Korah was... Korah and his group were really doing good. I mean, they were, I mean, you know, they were God's children, but they thought more of themselves, and they wanted to do some things, and, and they did it wrong. And the, say the rug being pulled out from under them, the, the earth swallowed them. <laughs> That's not any too good. But you, if you look at, if you read, as you read the account, and you should have read the account this, this past month or so, that when they were swallowed up, a lot of people the very next day murmured and complained because, oh, they were good people. And a plague went out. And Aaron had to go running out there with the censer and get between them to stop the plague from wiping out another 24,000, I think it was, that got wiped out. So, you know, 
we got to know who, are, who we abide with. I mean, let's get on the right side of things. Okay? Uh, the second if in that verse there. The first if was, if the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal. So the second if challenges to the knowledge of the place have we put our faith in a false god. False God cannot save us nor deliver us from the errors of life. They lead us into the errors of life. Okay. Uh, they only distract, destroy, and deter us from the blessings of the true God. The enemy. False gods. The, the idols that we have in our life. They, 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 they deter us. They destroy things. Your walk with the Lord, you know, and so forth. Once we know that... To, once we know who, who God is, we need to follow him. Uh, one if is right and one if is wrong. You need to take, take the right one. <laughs> okay. Uh, following one results in being placed under a curse. If you follow the second one, second if, you'll be placed under a curse, death and destruction. Uh, being in line with, with the first one, we have the blessings and the abundant life. If we totter along, totter. Kind of. Along with uh, indecision again. Um, our trust and commitment to God, uh, there's a challenge. There's a challenge issued. If God is God, follow him. That's the challenge. Know that he's God. So, now the fourth thing that we, after the issue, we have what they say. Let's go look at, look at it again. If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. Then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. Whoa. If you're in decision and, and you find out all these things, and then, then the, the question is, what are you going to do with it? And you don't answer a word. You're still in this indecision. Uh, the people answered not a word. That's a, at that point, this is a disappointing uh, response. You would kind of hope that these are the children of God. They know the blessings, but they didn't answer a word because they were still wavering, wondering, and waffling about the two opinions. I like what, what I get with Baal because, you know, it, uh, satisfies my lust and, and, and all that type of stuff. But I, I, I like the blessings of God because I got good health and so forth. So, you know, a lot of people are that way. A lot of Christians are that way. I want God's blessings, but I, you know, I, sh I sure like uh, the side benefits of the world. We can't have that. And, and at this point, they answered him not a word. So silent here is not golden. Let's go, to, go back to the book of Joshua in a moment. Go back to Joshua, 20, Joshua 24. And let's look what happened there. Joshua 24, that's the last chapter of Joshua. Going back to verse 15. I'll read the whole thing. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye now dwell. But as for me and my house, we will 
serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. At least these people had the mind to say, We're, I'm not going the other way. We need to, we need to speak out when, when, when we're confronted. Are you a Christian? Uh, 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 no. You're one of those bigoted Christians. You, li- you hate this, you like that, or don't like that. Uh, you think there's only one way. You can, have to, you can have to speak up. God wants a clear answer from us. He doesn't want us uh, stammering and stuttering. God wants a clear answer from us. Because he's going to give a clear answer to the Father when we stand before him. Father says, is this one of my children? Um, Jesus is going to say, um... Uh, I'm, 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 I'm not sure. That's not what you want to hear. No, they are, they are good and faithful believers. There's no, no room for self-justification. You can't say, well, you know, I was, I was outnumbered. That's not any good. They had no argument. They could not make sense. Or they could not challenge Elijah's challenge. Any other decision would be wrong. Okay. With today's intolerance of Christian values, all religious paths lead to heaven and that all religions are being equal. That's what they say out there now. You know, you go to... uh, There are churches that say, you can go go to this church, you go to that church, you can go to, you know... You can, you can attend this and that, and all, you can be a Buddhist, you can make it to heaven, you can be a Muslim, you can make it to heaven, uh, you can be da-da-da, you can make it. That's not what the Word says. And we're, we're going to have to make a decision. If they ask you a question, is there only one way that you have to say yes? Oh, we prayed for some missionaries. They said there's only one way. Jesus is the only one way. And they're in prison for it. I hope we don't ever get to that point in our country that when you stand up for Jesus that you're gonna, they're going to put you in prison or mock you or beat you. But if that's the case, you have to, we have to stand strong. Okay. After all, who wants to be called intolerant? Let me... Uh, All religion lead to heaven. You know, they say the biggest church in America is the old church. What is the old church? Oprah Winfrey's church. Because she says that she has, she's had, has, she's had different people come into her program and state that you can get to heaven different ways. And the sad thing about Oprah is that she was born into a Baptist family. Her dad was a deacon in a Baptist church, but she has said there's different ways to heaven. And and being, quote, a celebrity, a lot of people follow celebrities. 
No good. We've got to know who we want to serve. Don't have an indecision. Amen? It's time for true believers. Uh, pardon me. It's time when true believers need to step forward for God and his truth. For those that do, they are always a remnant or a minority. We might be a remnant and minority in our country now if you stand for God. Uh, they will cuss you out. Uh, they will, you know, spit on you and so forth. Taking a stand for truth and facing those who oppose the truth often appears as we are alone. You're not alone. However, we stand... However, when we stand for God or the Lord, we are the majority. We are on the winning side. Today, God is calling out his people who will stand in the gap and be counted for the Lord. And going back to Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. For me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. How great is it when a father speaks for his house and leads them in the things of God. Amen. So... Uh, choice or indecision it's up to us it's up to you we need, we need to make the proper choice we need not to be, uh, be falling back on other things amen anybody need prayer tonight okay let's all stand we'll close off Thank you, Lord, that uh, your word is working. I thank you, Lord, that uh, we will not have indecision in our life, but, Father God, we will have make the proper decisions, Father God. And, Father God, you say, let the redeemed say so, Father God. And we are the redeemed, and we say that we are your children, Father God, and we will not, Father God, uh, desert you, Father God, or betray you. So, Father, we praise you. Just give you thanks, Lord, that... Your anointing is upon each and every one of us, Father God, that we are strengthened through and by your Holy Spirit and the Word. In Jesus' name, amen.